As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Josh G. And we are going to be kicking off Film Effect Vember this year with, well, I guess what's going to be one of the newest hosts of the Fewercast part. Please welcome Jocelyn to the show. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm glad to be back. Yes, yes, making a return appearance from last year. That is right. Yeah, so, my nerves are better this year too. <laughs> you're you're was, a lot more used to it this time. Yeah, it was like my first time on somebody as a guest on someone else's show, and I just started Fewercast, and you know now I'm I'm a pro at it now. So <laughs> there you go, there you go. So for anyone that didn't tune into that or doesn't isn't familiar, tell everybody what Film Effects all about. So Film Effect is a weekly podcast, um, basically, uh, for the most part, is uh, deep dives. Ed started the podcast uh, a couple years ago, just doing deep dives on his own. And then he's, you know, added a cast of characters, which are his closest friends to the show. So after a couple years, uh, they started up Fewer Cast, and I was on the Jaws deep dive and he asked me to be a regular on the show. So um, I've only done like a handful of deep dives, but I really, I guess I just, I really enjoy like the round table discussion with like all of us and it's just a little more, you know, like personal and stuff, but I've done a couple deep dives. I enjoy doing them. It's fun just to get together every week and just hang out with friends and talk about, you know, like news and entertainment is what we do on Fewercast. Ed is actually going back old school now. He's going to start doing deep dives again on his own and have, you know, guests every now and then. And then um, Corey and I have discussed uh, taking over Fewercast and Ed just gave us his blessing. So that's what we're we're doing. We've haven't had an episode in a couple weeks and we're going to start that back up next month. But by the time this recording comes out, we'll have a bunch under our belt, you know, with me and Corey as the, the co hosting partnership that is fewer cast, <laughs> but Justin and Andrew will still be there. Ed's going to pop in every now and then for like special episodes, but um, yeah, it's fun. I, I love hanging out with the guys every week. I love talking about new movies, trailers, and, you know, there's a lot of craziness that goes on between all of us, too. So it's it's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, it is. They're always good episodes, so it'll be fun to hear when you guys take it over and see how that goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yep, we're still talking about, like, you know, format and everything, changing it up a little bit, but um, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be something that, I'm still a part of, but you know, it's kind of like my own, I guess, like, like Ed starting it. It's like his own baby, you know, right. like his own thing. So it's kind of cool that me and Corey get to join in and, you know, put like our own little touch on the show yeah. and stuff. So. All right. So make sure when you're done with this, go check out the film effect podcast. It'll be wherever you're listening to this. It'll be there. I know that he's got it everywhere. So I know Ed, he's made sure of that. All right, so we're going to get into, this is going to be our first time doing a full trilogy. 
But tonight we're going to be talking about James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy. Our world is facing an unstoppable threat. Send in the Guardians. What the hell? I don't got that long a lifespan anyway. Yeah! Oh, it's first. So here we are. A thief, two thugs, an assassin, and a maniac. Who are you? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who? Forget it. Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters August 1st. Alright, so I'll let, I'm a, uh, I guess you can give a synopsis for the three together, and then we'll just talk about them all as a whole, I guess is the best way to start this off. I'm Basically, like, the rundown I kept thinking about, like, in my head, and it could go for, like, all three of the movies, is just um, the way it began, uh, Peter Quill later turns to calling himself Star-Lord, which is, um, you know, you've not to give it away too much, but that's what his mom called him when he was little. Um, his mom passes away. He gets abducted by aliens the day that she passes away by, you know, the Ravagers. And um, basically grows up with them, uh, life as a Ravager. And then he, uh, you know, turns to buying and selling. Like, basically, I, I feel like it's kind of like the Marvel's version of, like, Han Solo a little bit that I get I got that vibe when I was watching it for you know but um anyway so he meets like a band of like misfit people and they kind of band together and they start this group called the Guardians of the Galaxy which you know I don't think they really call themselves that they just kind of like fall into that <laughs> you know that name and everything but um but each movie is just a different way that they have to save the galaxy and you know, there's a different villain each movie and it's, it's a great film. It's just a film about, you know, love and friendship and family and especially family that isn't always blood, you know, that's not the family that you make. So, um, it's just, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. That's, I don't really know what else to say because I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's start with this then. Let's just say, did you see all three of these like in theaters? Like are these theater watches for you? I did not see the first one in theaters. I know the first one came out in 2014. I had a one-year-old daughter at the time, so we weren't really getting out to the movie theater a lot. Um, and honestly, the first time that I had seen it, I was part of the Disney movie club and they had sent it to me in the mail. And um, I sat down in, I guess my son was like a year old, maybe like 15 months, and we watched it all together. And ever since then, my son was completely obsessed with this movie. And we um, we just enjoyed it ever since. Uh, and then obviously the second and the third movie, I was buying like those, you know, advanced tickets and we went and saw it in the movie theater so it was we make it like a family affair for the last two mm. movies because we loved it so much but um yeah i definitely regret not seeing the first one in theaters i wish i would have if i could go back if i knew how much i was gonna love it and how much it was gonna be you know a big impact on you know our family and stuff and myself but um yeah so 
Okay, so was Guardians of the Galaxy something you were familiar with before it came out? Like, I guess through comics, I guess would be the only way to be familiar with I knew with? that there was comics about them, and I've, I used to... I read a decent amount of, I don't really read comics. I have read like a decent amount of like graphic novels. Um, my husband has like a ginormous collection of graphic novels. So every now and then I'd pick one out or find something that I was interested in the, you know, comic book store and go and get something. And I've heard of them, but I had never actually like read up about them. So the characters as a whole were basically like, you know, first time was through, the movies that I had seen. Okay. Yeah, because I, I know I'd never heard of them when these came out, and I didn't see a single one in theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would watch them after. And I, I'm surprised to hear you say Disney Club was still going in 2014, I, or whenever it was you saw it. I did not. I thought that had stopped way before that. It's still going on right now, Josh. <laughs> what? The movie yeah. club? Yes, I just canceled my subscription about two months ago because I was getting in the habit of not canceling and getting like really dumb movies or <laughs> movies that I could watch for free on Disney Plus. So, yeah, so wow. <laughs> yeah, it's still happening. Actually, Ed, I think, said the same thing. He was like, that's still a thing. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did not think, especially now with Disney Plus. Oh, my goodness. Right. I mean, any way they can make that money. So, <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure there's still people out there anti streaming or whatever that'll still pay for it. So, I guess, yeah, I didn't think about Disney that. gonna make a money one way or the other. So, yeah, okay, wow. All right. So, how is how do you feel about the rest of the MCU as a whole? I love MCU, I, I love. Every single movie. I think the only MC movie I haven't seen in the last couple years was Eternals. But other than that, I'm caught up on my MCU. Even shows. I, I watch all of the shows on Disney Plus, too. So I need to... And if like something's coming out in the movies and I'm like, oh, I didn't finish that show, I'll go back and I'll binge it before I go to the movie because I don't want to be lost when I see something in the movie or something so mcu is definitely my jam i'm not a huge dc fan so mcu is you know that's that's my uh drug of choice in the comic book world <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah there's there's so much to consume and i'm so far behind that's why there is there's a lot is. and then i know a lot of people have just like completely shit on like the shows and stuff too and there's actually been a lot of shows that like she-hawk i thought it was gonna be like the dumbest thing ever and i didn't care about it like at all and i watched it and i was like i think this is like one of my favorite shows that i've watched in such a long time but wandavision's definitely like my that's like my number one on disney plus if you haven't watched that it's it's worth a watch it's so great it's funny you brought up She-Hulk first, because that is the only show that I did watch, because I was like, this doesn't <laughs> seem like it's going to be too connected to everything else to where I'm going to be lost, yeah. and it's so different, at least from what I'm guessing from the other stuff, that, yeah, yeah, we sat down as a family and watched all of She-Hulk together, because that, that was a blast. I liked it. So. Yeah, yeah, and we're actually, we're currently watching Secret Invasion right now, so that's our our show. We're looking forward to Loki when it comes out. I haven't watched season one of Loki, so I know it's oh, coming back. So good. You have to. Yeah. It's hard, though. I know, you know, with your schedule, my husband works nights and stuff, too. It's it's hard to, like, 
find the time to like all sit down together and watch something. So I get it. Yeah. And I can't say that most of us are always all into it. So I don't right. have that luxury. We have to... <laughs> no, my daughter usually is the one that's like, I'm going to go to my room and sit this one out. My son is just like, when are we going to watch the secret invasion? He keeps bugging us this week. I'm like, I promise we will Saturday. We got to wait. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is it about the guardians of the galaxy trilogy? What is that? Why is that what you wanted to talk about? Uh, I, you know, I love Jaws, you know, I love Shaun of the Dead. We've talked about this before. And the only reason I didn't pick Guardians of the Galaxy is because, you know, like you said, it's just so much to take in. And I know that we haven't covered Marvel movies on uh, Film Effect podcast yet. And that's just, you know, it's just so much to dive into. Um, but I love this these movies so much. There's so much... They kind of, they hit home for me. Um, my So my mom passed away in 2011 and she passed away like two weeks before I got married to my husband and it was very unexpected. Um, and then my grandmother passed away a couple years later. I didn't have a very good relationship with my dad growing up and we don't speak anymore. So there's just so much loss that Star-Lord has in these movies, you know, losing his mom and, you know, his rocky relationship with his father and then, you know, losing the other person. I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to ruin it for people (laughs) that want to go watch it, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it just, it just hits home for me. Um, It just, kind of hit me in the feels when I first watched the movie every single time I see these movies no matter how many times I've seen them I just bawl my eyes out and it's something too that my son kind of cling to when he was only like a year old and he's been obsessed with these movies ever since like he will just run around the house dressed as Star Lord he's got the you know like the little guns and he's got the mask and now he's got the jacket and all of that. And it's just been like a nice thing for my son and I to have for him to grow up with. And it's just something that we bond over. So it's just a very special trilogy, special movie, the soundtrack God, when he was (laughs) a year old, like I have a video of him 18 months old, just riding down the road, just singing, you know, come and get your love. And like, he knew like every word to those soundtracks and he was only (laughs) less than two years old. So, um, and then this past January, I surprised him and I took him down to Disney. We rode the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster at Epcot. So that was just, it's just the memories, like the core memories that I get that, that bring me back to a lot of moments, just watching this movie, listening to the soundtrack, thinking about how it's impacted my life with so much loss. And I just, I find so much of Star-Lord so much of myself in star lord and it's just um it's an incredible story it's incredible movies i you know i have thanked james gunn on twitter i don't know how many times for this trilogy and the last time that we went i i posted a picture of my son in the movie and i said little star lord is ready because he had his whole get up on going to see volume three and and james gunn liked it and i like 
you know, completely lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a cool moment. Yeah, but it, it's just like, and then, you know, and then in the same thing, I thank Tim for giving us this and something that, you know, that I've been able to share with my son for, you know, he's almost eight years old now. So for seven <laughs> years, and it's, it's just, a, it's a special movie. It's a special story. The characters are special to me and it just hits home for me and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, hearing your story, I definitely see the parallels and why it would have the impact it does. And the fact that your one-year-old son would sit through a two-hour, like going back to the first one, a two-hour movie is amazing. <laughs> Mike would never have done that. Yeah, I mean, well, my son was only two when we saw the second one, so I ended up taking my daughter. I didn't think he was going to be able to sit through, you know, the second one. So, But um, actually, when we came out of the movie theater, my daughter was only um four years old and she looked at me and i'll never forget it she had her little groot stuffed animal and she just looked at me and she said you know you're a lot like star lord mommy she said you know he he lost his mommy and she goes and um my grandmother had just passed away and she said and and my mom was a lot like your yondu and i was like oh my god and i just started like (laughs) i started bawling and i was just like how does a four-year-old like able to make those connections like yeah that. yeah that's, and it was just that's... like god yeah but it, it's like god she's almost 11 years old so that was you know what i guess seven years ago she was four i know i'm like counting on my fingers I do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she was like seven it was seven years ago and like that i don't know that moment just still sticks out to me and it's it's something I'll never forget her saying to me because it's how I felt. But then for her to pick up on that and say it to me, I was like, oh, my God, kid, you're killing me right now. <laughs> uh, you brought up the Guardians ride. And I got to tell you, I took we took our daughters on the Guardians coaster. Yeah. Now, we went on for some reason, not realizing it was a coaster and thought it was more of a 3D motion ride kind of. You're Disney familiar, so kind of like a more intense Remy's ride. (laughs) Right. Just a a little more intense than that. We didn't even know it was a coaster. Oh, they were so mad at us when we got off there. Because when it started, I went, "Uh uh-oh, this Uh isn't what I thought it was. (laughs) They're not going to be happy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That ride is like, that ride's incredible. It's it's so crazy because it's like you feel like you're floating. And even when you, after you get off the ride, like I had to hold on to the rail because I still felt like I was like moving a little bit. And I usually get sick from like, I can't do like the carousel at Magic Kingdom or anything. I can't do like spinning things. Nope. I can't either. But I like, that was fine for me, but it's, it literally felt like you were, you were like on like a zero gravity ride. It's crazy. And then the soundtrack is like, you know, they always knock it out of the park with Guardians of the Galaxy music. They do. I think I've heard there's like if you ride it, there's six different songs. Maybe I think is what I've heard. I, I think so. Yeah, we got um, everybody wants to rule the world both times we rode, and I oh. was like, I couldn't ask for a better song for this <laughs> ride. No, we got I ran so far away by Flock of Seagulls. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And with the virtual queue and everything like that, we did it once. We 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 couldn't even. We did virtual queue and then we paid to ride it again with the lightning lane. So my my son got to ride it twice and each time. So, and you know, and that was a nice memory too. It was like the first time I got to ride it was with him. So, and then I'm going on a cruise in January and we're going to Epcot one day 
but I'm going with my cousin. So my son's really mad at me now. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're going to ride it without me. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> probably <laughs> sorry. I told him, I was like, I'll call you and video chat you on the ride. So it's like, you're riding the ride with me. And he was like, okay, that's fine. So oh, well. <laughs> my kids would not go for that. They'd be like, no, that's not the same. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, I had to negotiate with him for me to go on my cruise in January with my cousins for like a girl's trip, I had to take him to Disneyland in 2024. So oh. I'm like, he's a very good negotiator. Apparently. Disneyland. Yeah. Hitting out he there. He wants to okay. go see like a, the Avengers campus and meet Star-Lord for real. So I was like, nice. all right, kid, you're killing me, <laughs> but I, I guess we'll make this happen. <laughs> wow. Nice. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Let's ask this. All three of these, which one would you say is your absolute favorite? I think I know the answer, but go for it. Volume two, without a doubt. I thought I saw that in the post you made. So what is it about volume two that, well, I kind of know the answer based on your story just now, but. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like volume, see, volume three has a lot of feels when it comes to Rocket's story, but volume two is definitely the most feels with. Star-Lord story with him, you know, finding out, uh, you know, who his dad is and the narcissistic relationship that he has with his dad and how his dad is, treats him. And I, uh, you know, I just, I like, there, there's just so much feeling in that movie. And I think it's the funniest one out of all of them too. There's so many like one-liners in that movie that just like, I don't know. I always find myself just cracking up laughing more to that one than any other one. And, um, and we actually watched them all this week to prepare for recording this episode. And, you know, just after that movie, after I'm sitting there, you know, bawling my eyes out, I'm like, I'm like, God, that still lives up. I still love that movie so much. So (laughs) Yeah, it's it's by far my favorite. They're all great. Um, there also is the Christmas special too, which I did I really, not watch that. I did not watch that. Oh, that's good too. That has a really nice storyline, and the music's really good in that one too. But um, yeah, definitely Volume Two is by far my most favorite. It just dives a little more into Peter Quill's story, his background, and everything like that. So okay. So let me ask this, taking Star-Lord out of the equation for a minute, who would you say is your favorite Guardian? Can't uh, use Star-Lord because that's too much of a connection. That's an easy answer. So If I, I a part of the Guardians or just in the movies? Oh, in the, in the movies works. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a part of the Guardians. Yondu. He's my favorite. Oh, okay. I love, I love Yondu. <laughs> but if I had to pick another Guardian, it would definitely be Rocket. I love Rocket. I think... You know, I love the chemistry between him and Star-Lord and how they, you know, kind of like nag on each other and stuff. And it's it, a lot of his one-liners are the ones that, you know, kind of cracks me up. So okay. I said uh, we were watching the first one the other night and when he was like just a bunch of jackasses standing in a circle. <laughs> like I just busted out laughing and I'm like, I've seen this so many times. But it's just such a great line. James Gunn is like a genius. So, which actually, I think that was actually, um, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. That was improv. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that was actually, so. 
Yeah, not to go into details for anyone, but uh, Rocket's backstory is a rough watch in three. Oh my it goodness. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting that much. I was like, wow. Yeah, they and 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 for you know we also didn't talk about that as James Gunn last movie with Marvel. Like, I was getting he, I was getting ready to lead that way right now. Actually, <laughs> do you say that? Well, That's I know. Well, the it's funny because the very first um, the first Guardians of the Galaxy was the very first Disney production too. I didn't know if you knew that. Oh no, I did not know that. It was okay. once they acquired you know, like Marvel fully and they were, you know, getting them out there and stuff. And then, yeah. And then James Gunn, um, this like her, his farewell to Disney, farewell to Marvel. And now he's moving on to DC, which makes me sad, but if it's, you know, guardians of the galaxy is, is, you know, this great franchise that he has left behind. I'm, I'm excited for what he's going to do in the future. I was to say, is it, it going to cause you to give DC a chance once his yeah. <laughs> once his stuff starts rolling out? Because obviously they still have a few more to come out before I'm that happens. Big hater of DC. I we just saw the Flash a couple weeks ago, and I loved it. I don't know why everyone's shitting on this movie. Yes, I, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I you mean, know. we know that he's a piece of shit in real life. Yeah, I've <laughs> said this plenty of times on you know my show, but um. I still think he's a great Flash, and I'm really sad to see him be a piece of shit in real life and ruin that for himself and the DC universe. But, you know, and I wish Ben Affleck would come back, but, you know, you can only ask for so much, so. You got Keaton. Was that? I mean, I didn't watch Flash, but obviously they used that to market it because they were like, oh, crap, we're right. not going to do good. But I wish my husband and I, my husband brings us up all the time. I wish they, they would have done a Ben Affleck, a, a Batfleck, like a standalone movie. That's one thing that he didn't get, which nope. I think would have been cool to see. So, Okay, well, I can understand that. So that leads to, I don't know that they're going to do it, but these movies are always successful. Do you think they'll do another Guardians movie without James Gunn at the helm? And if so, what do you hope to see out of that? I don't think that they're going to. I honestly, as soon as I got out of the movies, the first thing that I said to my husband was, I think that this was a perfect send-off and a perfect ending to the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. Um, Without saying too much, obviously we know that it's going to go on but i don't think that they're gonna make another like standalone movie for guardians of the galaxy which i'm happy with because i'm i'm one person that i don't like a lot of sequel movies (laughs) i'm like sometimes i'm like oh my god just stop please just stop like you're ruining it for everyone but guardians of the galaxy is one of those um those movies that is a trilogy now i mean if you consider the christmas special too um that I just felt like just got better and better with each one. And um, I'll go back and watch them over and over again as much as I want. So, or as much as I can. (laughs) So do you expect to see some of the characters just pop up throughout the MCU and other flicks? I think so. I I do. I think that they will. Um, I'm just tiptoeing around it because you can't really say much with it. You know what I mean? But um, 
I I think that they I think that other characters will pop up in like you know I I think they're doing are they supposed to do like another Avengers movie I'm not really I would think eventually they're leading to it but I don't know (laughs) I think they're probably building up to it they're trying to build up like a new cast of you know a new team of Avengers I guess you could say yeah yeah it'd have to do it that way I guess yeah but I definitely think that they'll pop up again um i know at the end of the last movie it said that star lord will return and i somebody had told me that there was like rumors of him uh doing like a disney plus show or something like that's what they thought maybe Hmm. was going to come out of that i don't know if you watch like the post-credit scene uh no, I don't think. No, I did not. No. I oh, did okay. Not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. I know that's post credit scene, but um, yeah. So, that would be interesting and fun to watch if they did a Star Lord show on Disney Plus, because, you know, I know a lot of people don't like them or and don't watch the shows on Disney Plus, but it, I, I, I feel like they're like, they're the same level of like the movies and stuff. Yeah, I just I'd be curious to see if Chris Pratt like I realize. Being on a show isn't what it used to be, and it still yeah. can be star power. But he's been leading these movies in the cinemas. Does he want to go do a show? Hey, that's where he got his start, and he was damn it's, good at it. <laughs> that's true, and that's another part. He's he made it to the cinema. Does he want to go back? I don't know. Get Andy. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you mean on Parks and Rec. Is that his name? Yes. Okay, I knew he was on there. I didn't know his sure name. Andy. Yeah, I think it's Andy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so hilarious okay i've watched and some but not like, all. because of him him and ron swanson or the okay. two uh, yeah. yeah all right so let's ask this obviously this is literally the whole franchise is only nine years old and the latest one just came out literally two months ago so this isn't a movie that is ripe for a reboot but was there any casting maybe you didn't like would want to see someone different I, so I went back and I was like looking at who would have like possibly gotten the roles just to see kind of like what direction they were going to go in. Cause I think that it's perfect. I love Chris Pratt as Star-Lord so much. I think he's just perfect for the role. Um, And, you know, like Rocket and Groot are speaking characters. So, you know, but um. I think that Gamora is even great. I think Nebula is great. I think Drax is great. Um, but I, I was like, I was like, well, I have to come up with something because I don't want to like give you nothing. But um, Lee Pace, I know he played Ronan in the first movie, but I think he probably would have made a good Star Lord just based on other roles that he's been in before. And then I know Glenn Howerton was actually, a, he, he was up there with Chris Pratt for the role. But I, I can't see Glenn Howerton. I think he's, from watching, you know, Always Sunny, I think he's too cocky. And that's probably because of his character on that show. But I would thought of Rob McElhenney and I was like, that would be a fun Star-Lord. Like, I could see him being like that arrogant kind of like big-headed, you know. I don't know who that is. Um, Always Sunny. Have you seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I know what it is, but... He's in the show with him. Okay. And he owns the soccer team with, um... 
I can't even remember his name. Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. I oh, know. I didn't know Ryan Reynolds was on there. No, 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 no. He owns a soccer team with Ryan Reynolds, like, in real life. Oh, oh in real life. Okay. Yeah, but it's been, like, on TikTok and social media and stuff, oh. so I wasn't sure if you had heard no, of it. No, I have not. But, um, <laughs> but I know Amanda Seyfried... I think that's okay. how you say her name. Is yeah. it Seyfried? Yeah. yeah. She was so. uh, in the running for her Gamora, but she didn't want to be green for six months of the year. So <laughs> she passed it up. <laughs> I, I, I wonder so. if that's a decision she regrets because I'm like, this is huge. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, yeah, I mean, you think that these characters aren't only in Guardians of the Galaxy. They're also in, you know, the Avengers movies too. But, um, but then for like Drax, I was thinking, I know Jason Momoa was in the running. I think that would have been a good choice. But also like John Cena, I think could have nailed this role as well. And he's worked with James Gunn in a lot of like the DC stuff. And I yep. feel like that could have been, that could have been a possibility too. So, but it um, could have, I don't know if he, I don't know. I don't know that he can do what Batista does. Yeah, and it's, I feel like because I've seen him in other, like, comedy things, I know he's capable of doing, like, the dry humor, but Batista with, like, the, I, I don't even know how to explain it, with him just being so literal about everything. Right, exactly. It's hard. That's not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, if I would be cracking up, like, <laughs> constantly trying to, like, keep my cool because... It's just so funny. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they did it. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So I think what we should do now is give you that chance to do that final pitch on if they haven't seen Guardians or if they haven't seen all of them, why they should take a chance and watch them all. Watch the whole trilogy. Yeah, I mean, if you're, uh, I mean, I was gonna say if you're a Marvel fan, but definitely not. Even if you're a Marvel fan, I feel like these are great, like, standalone films by Marvel, even by Disney. Um, like I said, they're, you know, they have to deal with, like, the friends that you make and just uh, a lot of, like, loneliness, I feel like, is, is, like, a part of these films. Just being alone and then, you know, finding these people that you get together with and you build this family with and... The relationships that, uh, you know, occur between like the characters and the bonds, and it's just great. I, I I love watching it all the time because it hits home, and I'm sure not just me. I'm sure it hits home for a lot of people that deal with it because there's, you know, unfortunately all three scenarios hit home for me, but you know, for some people it might just be the one, and it's it's nice to relate to a character as much as you know, I do in these movies and stuff. Um, and then just like, you know, being able to share this movie with your kids and, you know, watch all of the movies and trilogies and in other movies, like the, you know, the Avengers films and stuff. Um, it's action packed. It's hilarious. It's, you know, got so much comedy in it. And I just, you know, I think James Gunn every single day for this trilogy because <laughs> I love it so much. But it's a great movie. It's fun. It's funny, action packed. Like I said, I'm like repeating myself now. But um, yeah, it's it's just a good movie to give it a try. I love that there's a Christmas special now because now we have something to watch every year before 
Christmas, we kind of throw that into the mix now. I'm, I think we watched it like 10 times last year. But Oh, um, wow. <laughs> but it's, it's a fun movie. It's hilarious. It has a lot of in-the-feels moments. And it's a great watch. And anybody should at least give it a chance, for sure. Okay, so I normally don't do this, but I'm going to ask you. Is there anything I didn't touch on that you wanted to bring up before we get out of here? I don't know. Oh, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. I mean, you, you brought that up. That's I right. did. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I want to add that to it as well, Um, you know, for watching it. It's just, it's it's a great soundtrack. We've listened to it like a million times in the car, Um, you know, just over and over and over again. So do you have a preferred one between the three of the soundtracks? The second one. I mean, okay. I know I love the second movie, but I really enjoyed the music in the second one the most. And I think a lot of it is because um, it was a lot of music that I grew up listening to that my mom listened to as a kid. And then the third one, too, had a lot of, you know, more like 90s music in there and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add, but I think we hit all the bases and I think we did the movie justice. <laughs> and maybe one day you guys can do it, give it the full film effect treatment over there. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I keep telling Ed, but I, I also know that he's scared to dive into the whole <laughs> Marvel universe, which I don't blame him. So I mean, yeah, if you're going to commit to taking on all of it, yeah, that's a huge commitment, but maybe you can convince him just to do this trilogy for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jocelyn, let's go wrap it up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online, where they can find the podcast, anything you want to shill. Uh, well, you can find me online. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Jocelyn Rocks, R-O-X. And you can find the Film Effect podcast at the Film Effect podcast on Twitter. And then the Film Effect podcast.com where there's links for the show and it's available on all major platforms. That's right. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at YNFMoviePod. That's pretty much the place I stay active. And come back next week as we continue, as Justin will join the show, and we'll be talking about why Larry Clark's Bully should be your next favorite movie. Till then, you guys take care, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>